Welcome to the Thanksgiving on Halloween podcast on the Atomic Podcast. I'm here with my longtime close personal friend, my beautiful black man, Eves the Cannon Sannon. That's that that's something new, the beautiful black man? Yeah. Okay. In case people didn't know our nationalities, I'm Puerto Rican and he's black. Okay. And this is our podcast show. Yes. Um, happy Thanksgiving, folks, because by the time you're hearing this, this is Thanksgiving week. So I, I, I well, myself and Eve want to wish everyone, every living person and every living creature out there a very happy Thanksgiving. And I hope everyone is thankful for whatever you received. You said living creature? Yeah. So, Animals are creatures, and what, they they celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, also? with their family, yeah, they have probably. So you're telling me that rats celebrate Thanksgiving with their families? Um, yeah, because they're on the train station underground. <laughs> they're eating like leftover breads or whatever. That's their Thanksgiving. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm just saying. I didn't know that you know raccoons celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, everybody else, just because you're sitting in the house and, you know, having your turkey handed to you and fed to you, and, you know, you, you, hear, you hear what you're saying right now? I'm just confused. You said rats and raccoons and animals, living creatures? No, 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 you, you say, said raccoons. I did say raccoons. And I said rats are eating in the subway station. But you said that's Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think, well, they eat every day. Uh, okay, okay, uh, let's just keep going. All right. Let's, let's go what you were about to say, because I'm just kind of thrown off. Okay, you just threw me there for a loop there. But yeah. um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the news. Um, first of all, I just want to, you know, this, we're not a political podcast by any means, by Necessary, any stretch of the imagination. Not. But um, we're just, you know, give you know prayers out there for the people in Ferguson and um, the looting that's been going on out there. It's, it's, it's crazy times, but, you know... Hopefully everything will be worked out through this. You know, I don't advocate looting whatsoever, but hopefully, you know, I guess this makes a statement. I don't advocate, you know, people burning down car lots. That was a big car lot. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. burned up, but um, I don't even want to say anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's just it's too touchy subject. I just yeah. need to go into depth, but, you know. You know, you know there was a there was a, a post that I read that you know everybody on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook has their law degrees because everybody gives their opinions. Why is that? Everybody has their law um, degree. They, they feel. I mean, you don't necessarily have to have a law degree, but I mean, it's just too it's too it's too biased when you're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. People yeah. just have their so much opinions and they're so opinionated that you know, yeah, what they think they say is the law and what they think is you know, yeah, gospel truth, but. Yeah, but you know, I just give you know my prayers to go goes out to the family, um, and you know we just pray that everything gets better. Hope everything gets better for real. You know, you know because at the end of the day, somebody lost their life. I mean, you're tearing down your community. It's not. It's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. Um, into a lighter subject now, just to get off that. Um, what what are you thankful for? Um, are you having anything special plans for Thanksgiving? No, just me and my um. Well, you want to call her my girlfriend, my wife, my fiance, my significant yeah. other. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that. Yeah, your significant other. Mm-hmm. My significant other and my new, um, not newborn, unborn child. We're just gonna, you know, be in the house and just celebrate Thanksgiving, just being thankful for that. Just helpful, hopefully helpful. Help, uh, excuse me, healthy baby. That's yeah. the only thing I'm really trying to be thankful for. Yeah. Are you the type of person that on Thanksgiving that watches football all day or those college Rose oh, well, Bowls? I, mean, well, I watch some of it, but, you know, I mean, I'm just going to watch it because it is Thanksgiving. And yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll probably just, you know, sit there and eat some turkey. She's cooking, by the way, so we'll just sit there, eat some turkey, just chill. That's oh. about it. What are you planning? What are your plans? Well, I have family coming over to my house for Thanksgiving, so. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, it always sucks being the host because then you got to make sure everything is clean, everything is picked up, and then, you know. Right. 
And then, like, there's a mess. Hopefully, the best thing to do is get paper plates and paper forks and paper spoons so you don't have to wash any dishes. That's the worst. So, I don't like washing dishes, absolutely. Sometimes dishes stay in the sink. I know. <laughs> look at them like I don't even want Oh, my to God, it. yeah. Like, I had a dishwasher in my old place, and now this one, there's no dishwasher. Sometimes it just piles up in there. I'm like, oh, my God. Now, educate you know? me. Dishwasher doesn't clean it completely. Dishwasher just you know, throws water and no, soap No, it. it throws water and soap, and it heats it up, and it dries it off inside the dishwasher. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, you know, you put the soap in there. You know, it's it was it was a beauty. That's I've never great. had a dishwasher ever. Never, ever. Oh, so. greatest invention ever, dude. Like once you go dishwasher, it's hard to go back to the Stone Age where you gotta wash it by hand and then pull the water up and put the. Soap that's in. what I'm used to. That's why I hate doing it. That's yeah. why I don't do it. That's why I don't oh, do it. I mean, I do it eventually. Like I just yeah. let it. You know, when the the chicken starts to rust on the <laughs> on the plate, that's when I start. You know what? I gotta wash these. Yeah, you know, but you know that's that's you know it's it's it's, it's always a, it's a good thing to have a dishwasher though. But right. you know. I, we're talking about dishwashers and Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're just rambling on. Yeah, but well, actually, this is, a, this is a, what did you call this? this the Thanksgiving on Halloween. on Halloween podcast, yeah. We did the, have a Halloween podcast, though. Um, We did? Yeah. Um, Don't, did we? No, we Briefly. Didn't. We didn't have it, like, per se Halloween, but we did have a Halloween dedicated. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't have a Halloween. Well, it was on Halloween. It was a Halloween podcast. We did say Happy Halloween on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Then we went straight on to an interview. Right, exactly. You know, but, you know, we were supposed to do one. But um, I had did a Halloween um, franchise discussion with um, Frank D, who's a member of the Gerwick Report podcast, and we basically broke down the Halloween franchise. Now, Gerwick is what exactly? Explain um, to the people what Gerwick is. Gerwick.net is a wrestling website. Gerwick.net. Gerwick.net, and it's hosted by Steve Gerwick and his co-host Frank D, and they do interviews with wrestlers. Okay. They do um, interviews um various wrestlers, and they talk about, you know, what goes on in the pay-per-views, and talks about the wrestling, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff. And we were featured on Gerwick a couple of times, right? Yeah, when, yeah a couple of, we had a couple of wrestling interviews, we definitely were featured right, on right, it. Right, right. Shout-out so, to Gerwick.net. Yes. And um, plug away our stuff, Eve. Well, and we are The Atomic Podcast. It's soundcloud.com slash The Atomic Podcast. Uh, Twitter.com, D-A atomic podcast fortunately they won't let us use the t-h-e so we use the d-a atomic podcast yeah we got that from nate milton duh atomic yeah, podcast nate yeah. milton king of sports give a shout out to that podcast also yeah. and also our email is the atomic podcast 22 at gmail.com yeah that's pretty much it so anything else you want to say what before? movies did you guys talk about like briefly well basically like we talked about all the halloween movies from halloween one two three four five six and then it goes on to the Rob Zombie Halloween franchise. He talked a little bit about the... Because, you know, he did security for, like, the um, Halloween 20th anniversary. So he talked about his experience doing security there. Oh, he did? He did yeah. security for it, right? Yeah. Did he meet, see any... Did he meet anybody? You well, know, there's some stories in there that he'll... It's definitely some interesting Wasn't, um, stories. Chloe, um... What's her name? Chloe. Chloe, um... The girl that plays Hit Girl. Chloe Grace Moretz? Yeah, wasn't she in Halloween? None of the Halloween. Which movie was she in? Um, Carrie. Carrie. No, wasn't she in Friday the 13th also? Wasn't she? She was in a Carrie remake. She didn't take Jamie Lee Curtis's place? No, that was Scott Taylor Compton. That's what was. That yeah, was. Not that I say I'm getting confused because they look alike, but I just uh, I just realized that's who it was. Okay, yeah. you're right. Yeah, but she yeah, but she was in the Carrie franchise, you know, that. It was a pretty good movie, too. She might be Jean Grey also. In yeah, that's the rumor that's going around there, yeah. Didn't they cast the guy already for um, Apocalypse? Yeah, um, Oscar Isaacs, it's uh, Apocalypse, who's also the villain in a new Star Wars movie. With the Star Wars trailer, was supposed to drop, I guess, this Friday, The Force Awakens. Attached to... Uh, um, it's only on, I think, Regal and some AMC movie cinemas in New York what City. What could the trailer be? It's going to be a It's a 90-second trailer? trailer, yeah. 
A 90 second trailer? Yeah. Seriously? Yep. Oh, wow. I'm looking forward to that, dude. So it's going to be this weekend? Yeah, this weekend. So by... This Thanksgiving weekend. By by Saturday, it'll be up on the internet. Um, Should be, yeah. But I'm saying, if you're going to see the Hobbit movie, I'm sure you're going to see the Star Wars trailer. So the Hobbit is coming out this yeah, weekend? Yeah, the Thanksgiving week. I never can get into the Lord of the Rings. It's too long. No, the Lord of the Rings is good. I thought the same thing, too, until I binge-watched it at the, at the house. But you definitely need to see it. It's a really good movie. Is it Magneto in it? Um, Yeah, um, Ian McKellen, yes. He's um, Gandalf the Grey. Just making sure. And the Hobbit movies, I haven't seen the two Hobbit movies, but I want to see the two Hobbit movies before I see the 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 five the Battle of the Five Armies in the movie theater. So educate me. The Hobbit movies are the prequels to Lord, so of, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah. So you watch all three Hobbit films, then you watch Lord of the Rings, and then the Fellowship of the Rings, then the Two Towers, then the Return of the King. So basically, you're watching six movies. I don't know how many hours is that. That's my whole life. No, but it's pretty good, dude. It's pretty good. You know, you're not much of a fantasy guy, but, you know. Nah, not really. What is your genre, anyway? Uh, if you call it superhero genre, that's my genre. But what about the hood films, like Leprechaun in the Hood? Or no, I don't, I don't You don't like none of that stuff? No, no, no. You wouldn't catch me watching that crap. Any, like, certain... I don't know what's the, I like to call it black movies, but, like, you know, like New Jack City, um, Juice, or... I mean, um, I've seen them, but, I mean, it's not like I'm just... That's my genre of movie I won't prefer. If I have Iron Man over New Jack City, I will watch Iron Man. I'm not going to watch no You want to watch New Jack City over Iron Man? I will watch Iron Man over New Jack City, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I will watch... If, if VH1 was showing um, New Jack City and then Spike TV was showing Iron Man, I think I will watch freaking New Jack City before Why? I watch Iron Man. Because it's a cult classic. Nino Brown, dude. That's How many cool. times have I seen... And plus Nino Brown... What is Nino Brown producing in that movie? I like Iron Man. I like fantasy. I wanted to be a superhero when I was younger, so I wanted to make a suit... In my backyard, yeah. and start and, and start saving super yeah, superhero. Excuse me, and start saving um people in the street. True, I don't true. care. I don't want to be no Nino Brown. Yeah. I didn't want to emulate M. Nino Brown. I wanted to emulate Tony Stark's. Gotcha, gotcha. Billionaire, rich, smart. What he say? Well, Take away the suit. What are you? Yeah, he billionaire, philanthropist, playboy. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell wants to be Nino Brown? He died at the end of the movie. True, true. And he got died by a, the by the what was that? The guy, the guy that you know he. Kind of humiliated the older guy, the yeah. older gentleman around the neighborhood that he wanted them to stop selling drugs. I do know the movie, but you know what I mean. I didn't want to be him. I wanted to be freaking Tony Starks. Yeah, I think everybody wants to be Tony Stark. Who doesn't? Yeah, RDJ. No, I don't want to be RDJ. I want to be Tony Stark. I don't gotcha, want to be Robert Downey. Gotcha, gotcha. And how about Black Panther? Are you looking forward to that movie? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. I want you know, to see also that. Frank Grillo is confirmed to be Crossbones. Crossbones. Right? Yeah. Crossbones. I saw that. That was dope too. Like he's back. That's Crossbones. Yeah. But they say he's going to be the major... I don't think he's going to be the major villain. No, he's not going to be the major villain, you know? Because, you know, Iron Man can take him out with one flick of a finger. But, right, right. Um, I don't know who's going to be the major villain. They have some other guy there rumored to be Red Skull take over the place of Hugo Weaving, but I I don't think so. I think that's just... Hugo Weaving signed on for a couple of... Um... He's contractually obligated, but I don't think Marvel's going to force him because he didn't like... He had a bad experience doing Captain America, so I don't think he's going to... bad experience keep doing Captain America. I know. Like, he, dude, he was in the two crappy Matrix sequels. Like, what the hell? He was in... Oh, all three of them? Yeah, he was in three of them, but I'm saying the first one was, like, the best one. That's why they say the two sequels, Matrix 2 and 3, was just garbage. It's reloaded in 3, right? Yeah, Reloaded and Revo- Revolutions. Revolution. Yeah. Oh, God, those shit sucked. Yeah, we should do a podcast about... The Matrix? The Matrix yeah. That would be really. funny. Or we should do a meet. Oh, we should do a podcast about the Leprechaun franchise, or 
I don't know. We should do a franchise podcast like we did before. You should let us know what we should do a podcast on. Yeah, write us. Oh, I was going to tell you, too, um, for the Tail Pangolis interview, my God, people wrote me and it was just like... I was surprised, to be honest with you. I didn't think he was going to get that much views. He got, well, not views, listens, but he got a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Like, I mean, I didn't know people were really into soap proper stars like that. Yeah. Honestly, I, I didn't know who he was until you told me. And I mean, he yeah. said he was in what? Yeah, I loved his One Like to Live. And, no, 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 I Like to Live. He was in General Hospital General now, Hospital. but he was in Days of Our Lives. Well, he's in General, he's in General Hospital right now as we speak. Well, he, his, I don't think he filmed the scenes yet, but probably later on in a couple of months he will be back on the show. But yeah, you know, he's he, he's been around for a while, though, you know. And he Man. has also a book out there called Places. Definitely pick that up. Man, you know? I, have, I haven't watched um, Soap Opera in. What was the last? Was it? Have you ever watched a soap opera? I used to. What was the, um, the Buchanan's on? Oh yeah, One Life to Live. One Life to Live, right? Clinton and Bo Buchanan. Yeah, yeah. those are. The, that's what I used to. One Life to Live in General Hospital. Then yeah. All my children. Yeah, with, all my with, children. Um, Erica Kane. Yeah, you see, some and some of those shows had some you know minorities in it too. You know what I'm saying? Shamar Moore, right? What well, no, that's Channel Two, dude. Which Channel Two? Um, Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless. You talked about Keith Hamilton Cobb, the dude with the dreads. When he was on one life. He was on on no on all my children. You got the wrong person. I don't remember anything. Oh, I, I don't right. remember. You don't remember what was his name on that show? He had the, the mm-hmm. dreads. Keith Hamilton Cobb, the actor. You don't remember? Stop trying to force me to remember something. Like all right, that. thank all you. Right. Appreciate it. All right. Well, um, happy Thanksgiving, folks. This is the Thanksgiving on Halloween podcast, and right now you're gonna hear me and Frank D discuss the Halloween franchise. The Atomic Podcast. You are now in the mix with the Atomic Podcast, where we blow up the news. Intellectual stimulations by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am Ephraim Guzman, and today, my guest, he's a co-host on Gorick.net, of the Gorick Report podcast, and uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you know who this man is. Now, I'm going to give you Mr. Frank D. Frank, what's going on? What's going on, boss? How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Hanging in there, man. This is, um, uh, I guess, uh, a merging of two podcasts from the Atomic Podcast and Gorick.net podcast. Um, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man, and how you got started in the podcast game. Uh, pretty much, um, Peter Gorick is a uh, good friend of mine. I've been doing for over 10 years now. Um, got started with him back in the day on the old Gorick Report hotline, which was a hotline that uh, people could call in and leave voice notes, and we would answer their stuff um, on, on, the, uh, on the air. And um, that's how I got started. And, and um, you know, just more from there. Um, we were stagnant the last uh, few years as far as doing anything interactive with the uh the listeners and, and the readers of Gorick.net and then Steve wanted to do a podcast and that's how they came about so 
definitely it is. And, you know, I go to that website all the time. I used to go to that website before I even did podcasts. And, you know, there's a lot of wrestling sources you can definitely get there and, like, interviews galore. So it's a whole content you can get from, like, you know, things about Total Divas or, or, or other promotions or indie promotions. Gerwick.net is a definite reputable site to go check out. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, I take it you're, you're like myself. You're a big wrestling fan as well, right? Um, I have a huge passion for wrestling business. I own over 300 VHS videos of professional wrestling. Uh, they go all the way back to the, uh, the Coliseum videos, the WWF. I got a lot of WCW stuff that I don't think anybody has on VHS. Um, I'm, I'm probably like one of the only people, um, that will admit it that has that, still has that Christmas Law DVD that they released years ago. <laughs> a beautiful segue to our discussion because what we're going to be talking about today is basically the whole Halloween franchise and you know I wanted to do a podcast about this on Halloween but you know it's November and Halloween's only like last last month but um um let, let's get down to it um what was your first Halloween movie you saw and um how did you take it in uh, the first one I've seen was uh, the original Halloween I'm saying in our era growing up, like, the Batman Michael Keaton was, like, you figured that would be the be-all and end-all of Batmans. But, you know, now with all the different Batmans that we had, the different reiterations of Batman, like, you know, Christian Bale, I, I, I thought was great. The voice sucked, but I thought he was great. But, like, the Joker, like, you know, Jack Nicholson tops it, but then Heath Ledger took it to a different level. But just getting back to the Michael Myers thing, like, you did you know that Christopher Lee was originally the choice to play Dr. Loomis, and he turned it down, and then when he met John Carpenter, he said, that was the biggest mistake I've ever 
that you know what I'm saying because he, he he turned that he turned down that role and who knows what it could have been if Christopher Lee would have been in the movie but you know I can't you know right even to this day I can't see anybody else with Donald Pleasance in that role and he really owned that role right like, what do you think about that? Exactly. Even even the first opening scene of the first Halloween is like, you know, it's basically you see it through the perspective of the child's eyes. You don't even know he was Michael Myers yet, you know. So you just see him get the little mask. He goes up the stairs, and you know, do you hear like the tone of the music? And you already knew something was going on. You know what I'm saying? He just went upstairs and just like killed the crap out of his sister. And then you know what I'm saying? And then you know he walks out the house, and basically the parents are like Michael. You know what I'm saying? And then you know. The movie basically, am I right? It did start off like that, right? Basically, just like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it started off, just like you said, right there. And, and the thing about it, too, is that, you know, you look at the original credits of the movie and you look at the, the, the whole deal, you know, he's Michael Myers, but they only they refer to him as the shape. Yeah. Originally, the movie it was supposed to be about you know about babysitter murders. You know, it wasn't even supposed to be about Halloween. It just happened on Halloween. But like the whole emphasis of the movie was supposed to be about you know babysitters getting killed. And you know, basically, like you know, from the first Halloween, like there actually wasn't supposed to be a sequel. But then you know, it just you know the phenomenon, the movie, it just really led on to that. But getting back backtrack to the to, you know to the film, you know, say basically you know. He he just did everything at at a, you know at a young age, and there was really no explanation to it. You know what I'm saying? So then you know it, it goes like years later on. You know he's at the hospital, and then the doctor is like trying to tell people like, "Yo, this kid, there's something wrong with this kid. You know we we got to do something with this kid. We we got to put him in the maximum security." But they're like, "No, well you know why should we? You know, the kid's just sitting there, you know, monotone, not doing anything. You know." But it's, what I liked about the movie is. The it, the whole thing was about the build, the lighting, everything was like the slow, like the slow burn, like almost like a wrestling storyline. If you have a, like a good storyline and a good slow burn, you're gonna get invested in it. You know, you know, you just even like you know, I, I put my wife onto the movie, like you know, like you know, later on in life because she never really seen it, and she seen the movie in 1978. It still holds up, you know. Like you know, have you have you ever introduced people to the movie Halloween? Have you ever shown it to anybody or? I've actually have done that, yeah. I've, I've actually turned a lot of people on to the, the Halloween franchise. Yeah. I simply put in the first movie and then showed the second one. Yeah. And that's what and the, the second one, a lot of people will tell me all the time, the second one is not scary than the first one. For real? Yeah, I, th- I think, you know what it is? I think the scary one's more gorier because the kills were just, like, out- outrageously, you know what I'm saying, done. You know what I'm saying? Because that's when, like, more blood was there and then it was more gorier. But, you know what I'm saying? But going back to the first one, is like, I think the... the 
the moment the first, well, the first kill was with, you know, the sister, you know what I'm saying, the beginning of the movie, but, like, you know what I'm saying, even though to this day, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, suspension of disbelief, like, he breaks out of there, this nigga's driving a car, and, you know, it's like, okay, how the hell he knows how to drive, you know, even he said that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, as, as, you know, when you watch it, you don't think of that. You're like, all right, this is cool. He's out of there. He's driving a car and stuff, you know. And then, you know, he gets the legendary, you know, you know, moving on. He gets the legendary William Shatner mask, which it was a William Shatner mask, you know. And I think to, to for, you know, to get that mask nowadays is probably really rare. If you see that thing on eBay, it's like probably lots of lot, lots of dinero right there for that mask. Yeah, it, it, it is. Exactly, exactly. That that original mask itself is just, you know, they made a, just, you know, bigger holes, spray-painted it white. I think they teased up the hair, but to me, that's still one of the scariest masks I've ever seen in my life. Like, you know, now, when, now when you look at it, you know, it's on the Todd McFarlane toy, it's on little, those Miko toys and stuff like that. Now it's like, it's kid-friendly. But, like, you know, back then, you know, you didn't, you couldn't go to the store and buy a horror toy, you know? You either, yeah, you just took a, you see a picture of it on a TV guide or something or on a poster, but... You know, say now, you know, with the accessibility, you can always get, you know, these horror toys, Freddy Krueger toys, you know, every, everywhere. But, you know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, there's, been, there's adults out there, man, this is a true story. There are adults who are, um, you know, old that saw me wearing the suit and wearing the mask. And my mask, <laughs> I have, it was a mask from Halloween too. And it scared me out of Oh my God! Well, this was when on on Halloween, right? On Halloween, when you wore the outfit. Uh, yeah, and I and actually have some pictures. It was actually it's on my I believe it's on my Facebook page. I believe so. It, my mask is very it's a Halloween too mask. It was made by um, Trick or Treat Studios, yeah. and um, yeah, it, it, it looks pretty good. Um, and yeah, basically said I hit the street. It was funny. play down in L.A. You don't play down in L.A. like that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, the Halloween, it, it was it was done in L.A. too. You know, they, they tried to say it was Haddonfield, yeah, Illinois. Yeah. Right? But it was... And then I think yeah. it's... In
Oh, so you have, like, they're all, like, yeah. I think George P. Wilbur, right? And, um... Uh, no, George P. Wilbur, he wasn't there. He had to pull out because he had something else to do that day. Yeah. But, uh, Nick Castle was there. Ah, the original, all right. Yeah, the original. So I met Nick Castle. Yeah, I met him. And, uh, let's see, uh, the, the, the uh, I met all of them. I met all of them. Uh, from all the time. I said, George P. Wilbur, he wasn't there. Oh, how about... Or PJ Souls was there too. PJ Souls and PJ Souls was there the day before. And it's funny because uh, yeah, I kind of I don't want to tell the story, but I'm gonna tell it anyways. That's how I do it. Yeah, do it. Do uh, it. Uh, her people came up uh, while we were there. They came up to me and they was like, "Hey, like uh, we got a sponsor for me." I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, uh, "There's a problem. There was a problem." Well, PJ Souls is owed some money for some pictures that that she took or pictures that you know she signed and they didn't pay her. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, what, what the hell is that with me? <laughs> so, um, they're like, yeah, well, she's gonna need some money because it's not, you know, it's like, it's not like she's gonna let that money go. I mean, she's broke. I mean, she's making a lot of money from, uh, from this anymore. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I met, I met, uh, I met Daniel, Daniel Harris. I got pictures with her. Yeah. So, Oh, man, who else? Who else was there? You remember offhand? It was Danielle Harris, Peter uh, Souls. Um, the funny was the, the whole crew. They they got people to come there from from all the different Halloween movies. So, um, John Holly, three of guys name. Um, the lead actor from Halloween three, he was there. Lead and uh, oh, Tom, yeah, oh, Tom Atkins, right? Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins, there you go. Yeah, he was there. Tom Atkins was there. And um, you had um. You're a true fan, man. You definitely are a true fan. Yeah. Yeah, that was given to me by Nick Oh, man. Yeah. See, that's really cool, though. That's really cool. Like, you see, they don't do things like that in, in you know, in New York. I know, like, even, like, the, the Halloween documentary, you've seen all that. Because, you know, it's done in California. So, they never right. really, you know, we have, like, you know, horror conventions over here. But nothing like a dedication to, like, the Halloween franchise and like that, you know. Wow. Like, I 
should know that that's a smart move for anybody. If you want to, you know, if you're a fan of something, volunteer, and you'll definitely be part of it. That's really cool. Exactly. Uh, so, going back into the Halloween movies and stuff like that, you know, basically towards the end of Halloween, you know, make a long story short because it's a long franchise, you know, he gets shot. I shot him five times! He gets shot. He falls off the building, you know, and then, you know, Dr. Loomis looked it and you know he was gone you know what i'm saying like you know basically i think you know even they said it like they didn't really plan for a sequel it was just you know the way the movie was that you know they really had you know when they, even when they jumped to part two they didn't really plan on michael myers having a sister they didn't plan on none of that you know say that was all like you know that was like even they i think they said it in the documentary it was like you know the seasons of like you know darth vader's luke skywalker's father you know like the big reveal that you know he's related to the jamie lee curtis character of laurie strode because she was adopted and she was actually a myers so it's just like you know like like what's 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 your overall thought of the first movie left it like open ended like that. I think it was supposed to be like I think, you know, I guess at that time, you know, like, you know, sequels were like not happening like a lot, but you know, saying with when something because you know, it didn't really make money like the first couple of weeks, but then, you know, it started getting like a cult following and people started to go see it. And then, you know, I guess, you know, they contracted John Carpenter to do another one. So, you know, offer him more money, he'll definitely would do it. And like you know, leading into part two First of all, the mask was different. It, it was similar to the Shatner mask. I don't even know if it was the same exact mask, but, you know, the color of the hair was different, you know. And then the part two was just, you know, it was a continuation after part one. But then you notice Jamie Lee Curtis's hair. I think she had cut her hair or something, or she dyed her hair, and she had, her, like, a wig. And then, you know, um, you had cameos from um, Annie Brackett, you know, um, Nancy Loomis, which was the actress's name. Like, she was in the movie, you know, just playing a, a corpse. And then um, the movie, like you know, it it it, it, w it was definitely a good follow up. Like you know, I like the whole hospital aspect of it. Like you know, Michael Myers in the hospital, and you know, basically the cops are going after him. And then like the whole movie is basically a cat and mouse game with um, Laurie Strode. Um, what's your take on the second Halloween movie? I thought the second Halloween movie was probably um, better than the first. Oh yeah, was, really? Like, you know, when you think about it, though, this is kind of like, like we, we talked about earlier, suspending this movie. Because, first of all, 
Carpenter and Deborah. Oh my God. No. Yeah, then we gotta go back on this and like, oh man, we screwed up. I forgot the name. Told. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, keep it, continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She was basically like, uh, like just like in pain and agony during the whole movie. I'm sorry, it's Deborah Hill. I'm gonna just remember now. Yeah, Deborah Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? She was in in pain most of the movie, and you know, like she got shot up, drugged up, and stuff like that in the hospital. And you're right, like you know, so you got you definitely got to take suspension of disbelief because there was only what like six people in the hospital, you know, and that was a big six ass hospital. Kills, what did you like the kills in that one? You said best, right? Kills were a lot more graphic in that one, especially uh, I think the, uh, the one that I saw, it was two of them that really like, were crazy to me. Uh, the first one was the, uh, with the hammer. Yeah. yeah. I actually met that guy too. Um, after that um, the guy with the hammer, and then the second one was that I actually thought it was kind of cool was she had the nurse. Yeah. cool and then like the, the whole you know the whole climax of the movie like chasing him through the hospital and then you know um you know um laurie strode getting away and um dr loomis and laurie strode going into that room and then you know he, you know dr loom dr loomis must have been taking you know playing darts in at, at the bars or something because he got him in each shot in each eye that just bugged me out i was like how the hell you know what i'm saying but what you thought about that what did you think about that? I, 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 I thought it was actually a pretty good thing. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, I liked it because Lori, you know, she, she called by his name. Is that Michael? Yeah. He does that, and then he turned and, Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, I was like, what the hell do you know my name? Yep. And then, you know, goes back to business. Yeah. It was a pretty cool thing. If you notice in the first movie, he did the head turn too when he stabbed, um, um, oh my god, PJ Soul's character is what I forgot her name right now. But when he, um, he stabbed her boyfriend and had him up, he did that tilt too, like almost like, hmm, like what is this, you know? It's almost like a childlike thing, you know? Even when she called out Michael, like he paused for a second and looked like, 
you know, that sounds familiar or something. Like, you don't, like, that's what I liked about it. You didn't really know what was going through his head, you know. You didn't know if he recognized the name or he recognized her or he was just, like, kind of shocked that she was, like, conversing with him because no one converses with him, you know. So it was just, it was just weird. It was just a weird scene. And then, like, the whole um, Dr. Loomis, you know, lighting up the thing and everything blowing up in the hospital. And then, you know, from there, like, you like, all right, everybody's dead. There's no way a sequel could be done from this. You know what I'm saying? There's no <laughs> way. You yeah, he walked out, you know, you could tell it was like a whole fire suit on, but, you know what I'm saying, he walked out all flamed up, and the mask was burning at the end of the movie playing Mr. Sandman, like, you see, like, the whole fire coming out through the mask, so you're like, they're, you know, looking at that at that time, you're like, there's no way this could be a sequel, and then, you know, the TV version, you know, there's like the, the theatrical version and the TV version, the TV version, you know, Lori's in the ambulance, and she wakes up, and the, you know, the dude that, you know, that was, that was with her in the hospital was like, you, you know... The, you know, there was, like, Laurie, whatever. I think he was under the blanket. And then she was like, we made it. We made it, you know? Uh, yeah, there was that, uh, yeah, there was that, uh, ambulance worker, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, in, in the future installments, you know, he plays, like, a, you know, he plays a, a key role, you know, saying in the future installments because, you know, he's the father of, um, I believe, um, uh, the Josh Connect. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's the father of that. But then when you, when you go to part three, though, you know what I'm saying? If they would have called it anything else but Halloween three, I think it would have been a great movie. You know, what I'm saying it, it, to me, you know, it's, it's, it's like a you know guilty pleasure. You know, I, I love that movie for some reason. I don't know why. Even though Michael Myers has a little cameo in the television, for some reason, I just love the movie of killing kids and just you know having them in Halloween masks and they're watching TV and roaches come off their heads and then their heads explode and they die. You know, it's just it's just weird though. Like you know, what, what's your thought about the Halloween three season of The Witch? You know what, I, um, to be honest with you, I have seen that film on AMC. Yeah. I, ha- I have it at home, I have never opened it. What? It's still sealed up? Uh, yeah. I have it at home, I've never opened it. It's sitting on my DVD show. And it's sitting back there in the, in the list, uh, in the, in the, in the, the uh, the deck with the list of Halloween movies I have, I have all the list. I've never opened that one. And really honestly, I have no desire to see it. I just have it as a collector's edition. They had it at Walmart to buy out there. Blu-ray. Well, do you have? I'm saying, do, well, you saw it on AMC. Did you have any opinion on it? Like watching it now, as opposed if you would have watched it like years ago. But watching it now, you don't think the movie holds up? Or? I think it holds up. But I'm like, this is really, like, this is really stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's just, it's just ignorant. Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I can think about that movie. Really First of all. They could have called it Season of the Witch Over the Fire. Yeah. Like, you, you could have called Halloween name out of it like you just went there. Yeah. That would have been there you go. But you had to put Halloween, okay. People went to the movie theater thinking that they were going to see Michael Myers. Yeah. And I believe from a box office standpoint, it was a failure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because, because they, you know, it might have, you know, I mean, when I saw the movie, dude, and I saw the kids put the mask on their, you know, their face flowing and they're dying and all that. And, yeah, you see, but you know they had a little, a lot of cool cameos in that. You know, you had um Nancy Loomis who was in the in the part one and part two as Nancy Brackett. She played um Tom Atkins' wife in the movie. You know, so she was there for like five minutes in the movie. Jamie Lee Curtis was the voice of the phone call. I think when he was calling the hospital, she played like the voice. And um, you know, you had you had the Michael Myers cameo while he was strapped up watching TV. So like you know, you could say it was like a alternate version of 
Halloween, but it was like the movie itself was like 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 I said, if it was anything else but Halloween three, because you're always going to compare it to Michael Myers, had nothing to do had nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. But you know, what I'm saying it, it, it was it was like a cult movie, like you know, it's like a cult classic, guilty pleasure movie. Like you know, if it's on TV on Halloween, I'm definitely going to watch it. If it's like a half hour hour into it, I definitely will check it out. That's what I like about AMC. Like every year, you know, they give the the um, AMC Fright Fest. They always give all the Halloweens. You know, right. really cool. Then jumping into Halloween Four. Now that this like takes it in a totally different direction, totally different direction because Michael Myers is what in a coma for like all those years, and then you know he has bandages around his face. But you know, like they don't really like they explain what happened. But you know, it's like you know seeing it part two is like all right. So I guess. You know, his, you know, he's not a burn victim, you know, he just got some, you know, scars and burns on his arms and his face, but, you know, basically, he's in, in, in the hospital in Smith's Groves, and then you got the cameo from Michael Pataki, who was Drago's, um, freaking, um, handler in Rocky Four. you know, he was, like, the lead doctor there, and then, you know, um, what was it, like, the, the do you remember the storyline, I think the two... No, they they wanted to take him back to Smith Grove. Like, do you remember that beginning part of that movie? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that. I do. I do. Yeah, I actually watched. I watched uh, Halloween four and five. Um, and those three movies, we can just you know talk about those at the same time. They're pretty much the same, going you know, back to back there. Um, four, you know, four starts off like you just mentioned um, with um, the ambulance workers there to transport Michael Myers back to the Smith Grove, I believe it was, yeah. and he's. that ending but I thought that ending was perfect I thought like if they gotta continue the franchise perfect let the little girl be the killer this is great you know what I'm saying I, th I thought that was the, a perfect ending like you know we got Michael Myers back 
we lose him, and then, you know, we have a new generation killer. But Part 5 totally deviated from that. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, she's a freaking mute in Part 5. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't like 5. Yeah. What what, what, what you think about Part 5? I I didn't like 5 because every time I would see her do that that scene where she couldn't talk, it just made me just, like, breathe or something. You know what I mean? It's like... Right, and the mouth got a little bit smaller. Yeah, you can tell the difference between right. four and five. The mask was like totally different. Yeah, the mask was horrible in five. Um, the mask was a little bit better in six. The six was a crap, you know, a crap movie. Uh, but, you know, Donald Pleasance, you know, um, you know, was a part of that movie. But you know, you could tell that he had, you know, he, he was going through something. He just didn't, he didn't live up to what he was supposed to be. I think that was his last one. He died. Yeah. Yeah, the, what is it, uh, the Cult of Thorn, basically, right? The Thorn Cult. Yeah, the Cult, yeah, the, yeah, the Thorn and all that, so stupid. And uh, they actually have the director's cut, they just released it, they just released all the films, and they have the director's cut. Finally, you know, you know, I was actually one of the people that was, uh, you know, putting out, you know, petitions for uh, Miramax to release that. Yeah. So they finally have, and they, you know, they go on to Halloween, uh, Regal, the next one for the franchise was H2O. Yeah. They totally deviated from that. They totally ignore it, like almost yeah. like it didn't happen, you know. Right, and, and so you know, Jamie Lloyd, you know, she no longer had a daughter. Yeah. She had a son. Yeah. Well, so that was that's how you say that, and I thought that movie was as, as that movie there was as close as you were going to get to Halloween movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Exactly. I thought he was way better than Buster Rhymes, and I just thought, like, the whole, you know, basically putting the focus back on Laurie and, you know, getting Jamie Lee Curtis to actually agreeing to do it, I thought was was, was was a major coup for that movie. Like, you know, the move, if that movie honestly did not have Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't think it would be, like, as popular as it is today, because, you know, H2O is probably still one of my personal favorites, you know, especially, you know... You know, you know, LO Cool J didn't do much, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, what he did was not overbearing, you know, and it was it was cool, you know? And then basically the whole showdown between sister and brother, like, you know, like, she's been preparing this all this time. Like, she knew deep down in her heart that something was going to go down, you know what I'm saying? Like, she knew, like, she was never, you know, she was an alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? She was, like, taking, drinking vodka straight up, you know? And, you know, Jay, Laurie Stroll was effed up, you know what I'm saying? Basically that movie, you know? You know, what's your take on that? I, I thought it was a, it was a, a, a decent story to try to tell. I didn't care for the whole deal of, of the kids, you know, staying there, you know, whatever they're supposed to be going to, you know, seminary, wherever they were going. I didn't want to hear all that. But um, I thought it was, pretty, it was pretty good when, um, you know, Michael, you know, went to Dr. Lewis's, you know, where he was saying, I'm trying to hear information about the Lord. I think he smelled some BS that, oh, she's not really dead. Yeah. Supposedly, she died in a car wreck. Right? 
then and then the uh-huh. music you hear like the little bit of the music from Psycho too, like a little yeah. different version. Yeah, that was that's cool. You know, yeah, they, they have a entertainment uh, that movie also good. Yeah, and then you had so, the, you had the nurse from the first movie in that one too. You know, saying he killed the nurse. Yeah, yeah, and then she, you know, she went out. just like the first five minutes of the movie with just the Jamie Lee Curtis scene and then you just ended it like that like you know I guess it would have been okay you know I didn't I didn't like the way she went out like that but you know if she was gonna go out then go out swinging like that you know but then yeah I didn't really care for the way she to be honest with you I didn't really care for the way she went out because when she the way she went out Buster Rhymes doing karate and kicking Michael Myers' ass? Like, you don't have that happen, like, in a movie? Like, oh, man. You know, that was at that time. Fucking, you know, fucking it up. Yeah, like, you know. When he, was, when he was up there, you know, when he was up there dressed as him, and then Michael comes up from behind him, and he's telling Michael when he's dressed as and all that, and I'm like, but this is so lame. Yeah. This was never happened. Michael should chop this dude's head off. I know, exactly. That, you know, we was getting to that point where it was already like 2000-something, and then, you know, you know, like, that's like, the, the, you know, the, it was the internet boom, and like, the, you know, the, I don't think it was like YouTube yet, but just like the internet, and, and you know, you, I'm saying you had like a lot of, you know, you know, um, powerful actors in that movie. At, at, at that time, there were really nobody, like, you know, Katie Sackhoff, like Starbucks, she was in that movie, you know, then, um... Whatchamacallit, you know, Tyra Banks, I just don't get why she was in it, and Buster Rhymes, I definitely don't get why he was in it, but, you know, it was just, it was cool, like, you know, because I think Rick Rosenthal came back, because he was the one that directed the second one, he directed this one, and then, like, um, the, the, the actual, like, they had, like, I think it was, what they originally wanted to do was have, like, three different endings or four different endings, and then in each theater, it would have been a different ending that you would have seen, which would have been kind of a cool concept, but... I don't know, like, the execution of it was just, it was bad, you know what I'm saying? The first five minutes, I liked, but then the rest of it, it was a bore fest. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth, honestly, too, that Rick Rosenthal was a complete asshole. Oh, yeah? Do, oh, yeah. Do tell, why? Oh, yeah. Oh, just, just an asshole, just, you know, basically, you're, you're, you're standing there, and I'm not some, I'm not some Mark-ass jabroni, okay, number one. So, you know, it's kind of like, if, if I acknowledge you, you acknowledge me back. Yeah.
possibly do with Russ Wilson is suck. Yeah. Don't come here thinking you don't, don't come here thinking that you know that the three months that that you know that your crap don't stink. But um, you, you didn't like the concept, like if like what he said, like he even said in the documentary, like the whole different endings and like different movie theaters. You didn't think you didn't like that concept though, like you know. Uh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't care for it at all. I'm sorry, I didn't care for it. I didn't like the whole storyline going there at all. Mm-hmm. They, 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 I mean, it was just, it was stupid to me. First of all, just when the hell do we have a hundred mile fuck right in my house? Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, the chat, yeah, chat. We have fences and all this other stuff that was inside of it. It's just, it was stupid, man. And uh, that was crap, and that's the reason why it took so long for him to come out with a middle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Batman and, Batman and Robin had killed the franchise. Yeah. So Batman began. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, basically it's just milking a cash cow. You know what I'm saying? Halloween was making money. You know, there was just, you know, milking a cash cow. Um, what was yeah. what was, what was the next after Resurrection? There was uh, the Rob Zombie. Yeah, that's right. The Rob Zombie Halloween, which, I don't know, like... You know, I always have, like, at first, like, watching it now, I appreciate it now, but I, when I first watched it, I had, like, kind of mixed thoughts about it, but, um, I don't know, like, the whole, you know, with, with, with Dave, Dave Farch as, um, Michael Myers, I thought, I, like, I, I just like the whole backstory of him as a child, but it was almost like, you know, he was like, you know, the whiny white trash kid, you know, like, you know, his, his mom is a stripper, his stepdad hates his guts, it was like, you know, like, you know, when you found out that Darth Vader was, like, a whiny kid, it's like, all right, you know, this backstory is, like, sometimes less is more. Like, not, well, like, when, like, when I didn't know Darth Vader was, like, a whiny kid who, you know, was just whiny because he missed his mom, he wanted to go back home, and, you know, and then knowing now how Michael Myers at, you know, in the new universe, how he was just whiny, he was just upset, and then he's just like a big six foot five psychotic killer. I just thought it was just like I don't know, like you know, what, what, you know, what's your thought about that? Yeah, um, that that movie right there. First of all, way too much, way too much cursing uh, in Yeah, uh, way too much, way too much vulgarity. Being from my taste, it is just you know what. The mask was the only thing I could say that was cool about that movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That was it. And the same thing goes for Halloween 2, both yeah. of the remake. They tried to start off with um, the whole hospital scene. I guess kind of pay a tribute to the first film. But then it's like, okay, well, let's see. I'm Rob Zombie, and I'm a questionable fighter and director. I don't have any fresh ideas, so let me go ahead and rip off Spider the 13th. Yeah. And, and you know, how you doing? And his mother is the reason why he's going in. It was, it was, it was garbage. The only thing I can say, man, the, the only thing I can say about the Rob Zombie movies is that Father Main, Black Panther, the commission, is pretty cool, dude. Tall, bumpers too. Um, Father Main played a good Michael Myers, and they had some pretty cool looking masks. Yeah, and that's like that's like I said about it. Uh, did you like um, Malcolm McDowell as Dr. Loomis, or you didn't buy him as Dr. Loomis? You know what? He was okay in the first one. Yeah. When they, when they turned his character into the heel in the second one, yeah. and he was non-carry on it, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, nobody, nobody can replace Donald Pleasant. Yeah. Which is about fine. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. But going back to to the remake, did you like um, the whole bully aspect in school? Him getting bullied at school, and then him messing up those bullies up. You know, did you like that whole concept? And like, like um, basically, you know, 
um, like Kim Kelly, his sister, and I, I don't, I don't know, like the whole, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, like the backstory was a little bit good, but then when you got to when he was adult, the whole movie was almost like a scene, not not for scene for scene shot, but it was almost like the original 1978 Halloween. Yeah, I mean they they, they did. I mean Zombie tries to make it. As close to the original as he could, but put his spin on it. Is what he did there. And the whole bullying thing kind of kind of made sense, but then Michael was also killing little rats and cats and dogs. Yeah. All this. So he tried to put that off, you know, because most, most, um, you know, law enforcement people will tell you, and a serial killer starts off by killing little animals and all that type of stuff. That's why I started. So he tried to use that as a backstory to try to get into the psyche of Michael Myers and try to tell the story of why is he doing this? But in reality, we don't even ever even know that. That's mm-hmm. the thing about the Halloween franchise that made it so special is that, okay, you know that he's doing it because that's the sister, but we don't even know why. <laughs> it's just trying to sit back and watch for trying to attempt to do it. Yeah. And one thing that they did in the, in the, the Michael Myers, uh, the, the Halloween 2, uh, as I was talking about, I thought was taboo, they showed his damn face. Yep. You know, I don't care if Tommy had a beard that, that went all the way down his knees. Mm-hmm. He still showed his face. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's crazy. They had him look like a hobo bum at, at one point. Yeah. They even called that costume the hobo Myers. Trust me, I was into it like $40. Hours. I know. Like, so. going, yeah, going to Halloween too. what do you thought about the whole white horse thing and, like, the mom and, like, those those visions? Oh, uh, it was so stupid, man. I mean, if I wanted to watch Friday the 13th, I would have watched Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, it was just ignorant. And I'm, I'm like, and people say all the time, like, he killed the franchise. Oh, I don't know if he killed it, because that movie made a lot of money. I'm, I wouldn't thought twice. Yeah. But, it was simply because it's Michael Myers, it's Halloween. Of course, I'm going to go see a Lamarck for yeah. Halloween. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. They got, yeah. They, got, they got my money. <laughs> I think they got everybody's money for that. Yeah, because I definitely yeah, you know, don't get me wrong though. I like Rob Zombie. Like I love um, the Devil's Rejects. Like you know, what I'm saying that I thought that that was an excellent movie. I don't know if you've seen that, but the Devil's Rejects was excellent. That's probably one of his best movies. Did you see that? Uh, actually, I haven't seen it, but uh, people tell me all the time that I need to check it out because they say he's done a lot better films than uh, than these Halloween movies. So I, yeah. I might check it out eventually. It's something that's sitting on the DVD shelf, but I got it one more once again. I know. Very Gordy's The Last Dragon? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. And I haven't even opened it. I got major pain every day. I haven't opened it. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> no, but, um, let's go. Going back to Rob Zombie, though. And The House of a Thousand Corpse was a good movie as well. But, you know what I'm saying? Towards the end, it kind of flickled. But the, the movie, the beginning, and, like, to the middle of the movie, it's an excellent movie. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, Halloween yeah. 2, he definitely... I don't know, he fell off the mark with that one. You know, I didn't get the white horse thing, even though he said that was his vision. Then, you know, towards the end of the movie, Laurie seen the white horse, and, you know, she's seen her mother vision, giving you the impression that she's going to be the killer, or, you know, something's up with her. Then they have the... Yeah, it was... Uh, it was, uh, they, they, you know, they, had, they had two different endings that uh, don't know. Yeah. They have the death going ending, and they have the, the uncut ending, which is Michael... Andrew and Dr. Owen said, Michael from Dragon Hill and Michael 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I don't know, I think that one Rob Zombie trying to make it his own. You know, say because you know the 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 Halloween remake that he did almost like towards the end was like a shot for shot remake of the '78 one, except for like the ending. But I think this one he just tried to make it different. Even the hospital scene was almost like the part two version, but it was all like a dream sequence. And then he was like, "What the hell?" You know, it was it was. Uh, it was just so weird, though. But, you know, the franchise as a whole, though, the Halloween franchise, it still has legs. And, you know, there's you know there's been talk of Halloween coming back next year. But, you know, there's different people involved with it. So I don't even know, like, what's going to happen with it, though. But what, what's your take on that? Um, I actually had a conversation this morning with Malika Todd at the convention. Yeah. And, uh, you know, his, his father was, was Papa Todd and was Papa. That would have been interesting if there was a found footage Halloween film because what else can you possibly do with a Michael Myers film that hasn't really been done already? Like, you know, I don't want to say... You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to see Michael Myers in space. We already had Jason in space. We had Leprechaun in space. You had Hellraiser in space. I do not want to see Michael Myers in space. You know, that's one thing I don't want to see. Or Michael Myers in the hood. I don't want to see that. You know, like... No. My, my idea for the movie, my, my idea actually is why not go and You mean go back to the Laurie, the, the Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode timeline? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go back to that. That's what I would do because we can't. I mean, what are we going to do next year? I mean, he's, he's, I mean, they're saying, oh, we're going to have one. Well, is this going to be another reboot or I mean, what are they going to do here? Well, so I mean, we, don't, we, don't need, I mean, we don't need to any reboots because when, when you reboot something so many times, it, it loses its luck. So if you're looking for it, they really, they really killed Freddy Krueger in my eye with that reboot. Yeah, I definitely don't even acknowledge the ja- Jackie Earl Hurley as that Freddy Krueger. I thought that was like a bastardized Nightmare on Elm Street. And, you know what I'm saying? Basically, it was it was horrible. It was horrible. But, you know, Scott Taylor, Scott Taylor Compton, who was Laurie Strode in the Rob Zombie movies, had put it on even Twitter one time. And she had put it, I think, on her Facebook page that, you know, she got contacted to do three. So... I think if they do do it, it could be a sequel to Rob Zombie, even though Rob Zombie won't have nothing to do with it. But as of right now, she's kept the mum because I'm sure, you know, they, they told her to keep quiet about it. But, you know, I don't know if she's still going to do it or not. But at a time, though, she was saying that she got contacted to do a sequel to that. So I'm not even sure what's going to happen with that. Right, and I'm not sure either. And if she's not, if she wasn't going to be any, it wouldn't hurt my feelings whatsoever. But I did not like her in the first two. Yeah, yeah, 
man. Like, yeah, I think the first one she was okay, but part two, you just, like, you know, you really had no compassion for her in part two. It was just like she was just a wild child, and she was disrespecting, you know, Sheriff Brackett after he took her in, you know what I'm saying, after her family all died and stuff. And then, you know, Annie, you know, she just ignored Annie and stuff. Like, she was just, I don't know, she was just reckless, you know what I'm saying? But I guess, you know, to the you know situation in hand on how she was dealing with Michael Myers, I guess, you know, it was, for that script it was called for but I don't know you know and then you know like you said Dr. Loomis was like you know NWO Loomis you know he was a Hollywood star you know with the books and stuff I don't know it just deviated you know even though it was his own storyline it just totally was not the essence of Halloween no it wasn't and, and it just, that, that storyline came out of that still made no sense Dr. Loomis Definitely, definitely. He was, he was, yeah, he was all about that, you know, like, you know, the character was, you know, he was just, you know, that was, you know, that was his Ahab to his Moby Dick, you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, like Batman to the Joker, you know, you say you can't have one without the other, like, you know, he was obsessed and stopping Michael Myers and stuff, and then, you know, and this one, he's just about the glory and the money, and, you know, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the character, it wasn't the character that we all grew up with, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, Frank, let's talk just a little bit about wrestling. I know because we had this Halloween discussion, you know, which is the, the topic of the show, but let's talk a little bit about wrestling, man. Um, your predictions for WrestleMania 31, what do you, what you think is going to be the main event for WrestleMania as of right now? Do you have any predictions of what's, like, the main match? Um, main match, you know, I really don't know right now until, until we at least get to January and we, we get to see where the Royal Rumble is going to go. Um, they're talking, you know, rumor has it that the plan is going to be for Black Lesnar to go up against Roman Reigns. I personally, I don't see what the big deal is about Roman Reigns. Yeah. I really don't get it. Um, it's just honest, again, I, don't, I think that the other two members of the Shield have, have you know, went on and developed their persona quite nicely. I don't think Seth Rollins has any charisma, personally, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. But, uh, Dean Ambrose is money. But Roman Reigns, you know, he still comes out with the Shield music on, and he still comes out with the Shield holding on. So, yeah. you know, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see the money in Roman Reigns yet. I, it, maybe over time it'll happen, yeah. but right now I don't see it. But if I had to put my money on something and, and they can pull it off and want it, it would, it would be a big box office draw. Yeah. I would say Black versus Rock. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely that's definitely what the money needs to be at. But like, you know, The Rock got hurt last year, so like all these movies he got contracted and down the pipeline. I doubt that he would come out come out and wrestle again. You know what I'm saying? Especially being tied to like the DC Cinematic Universe with Shazam. It, it depends though. It depends like how the movie schedule is. But I don't know. I, I just don't see him wrestling with all these commitments that he got with all these movies. Like he did, he's doing the San Andreas movie. And he's got the Shazam movie coming out and. Um, he's. I think he signed to another franchise. Um, from um, the guy who wrote the the Born Identity books. Like, I think he's he's gonna do a franchise based off a different character. So, like, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't know how they're gonna do it. You know, what I'm saying who knows? He probably like worked it in, but I just don't know how he's gonna come back. Yeah, I mean, you're rocking money. So anyway, they can make a deal with the Rock and get him to come back. And I mean, Rock versus Rock Lesnar would draw a lot of money. People to see that. But they're probably gonna go with Reigns, and Reigns will probably. 
and I said all the time about GRP. You know what, sir, is the most legitimate guy you have in that federation. Yeah. You have to be very careful with who you have beaten. Yeah. I think that's definitely what's going to happen, and you know, I don't know, like, I, 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 I definitely could see Sting probably wrestling at a WrestleMania, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I definitely could see that, you know what I'm saying, even as the kid fan in me, I definitely want to see that, and then I will definitely will have goosebumps and marking out, you know, let's go Sting, you know, definitely would want to see that, Yeah. but The Rock that's coming fine. back, The Rock coming back would be excellent though, too. Well, Frank, man, this was great talking to you, man. Um, give a plug to Gerwick.net again. Give, give, you know, shoot away, plug away, plug away. <laughs> no problem. I'll, I'll shoot for that. Um, <laughs> you basically, <laughs> you basically got the uh, the GRP, the Gerwick Report podcast. That's B and C of Gerwick. We uh, we we did some episodes today. A lot of it was basically uh, Facebook stuff that we commented on from the group. We also did an interview with Fred uh, Ricciotti from the Sports Four here, so he was on there today. So people. for like plugging some of my interviews up there and putting it up there you know what I'm saying so I definitely appreciate Steve for doing that and you know that that website is you know it's really my go to source to, to go to for like wrestling news and everything so it's definitely a reputable website um, Frank man thanks a lot for coming on man and we definitely gotta do this again man if you wanna talk about another Nightmare on Elm Street or something we definitely could talk about more horror hey man I'm on the game alright thanks a lot Frank <laughs>